Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Welcome back, Gabbers. Hope everything all is well. You're having a good start to your back to school fall. Are all, you ready for fall? All the stuff. It feels like summer because it it's like, like a, we're, we're in a heat wave. We are. It's, it's gross. You can't At go 103, outside. like you don't mm-hmm. want to go outside. You shouldn't probably go outside. Yeah. It's too hot. Let's just get to fall. Yeah. I want my cozies. Yeah. I can only take so many clothes off before it's socially <laughs> unacceptable. Before you which, get arrested. Which brings me to my someday you'll laugh about this moment. Okay. Well, I have one. Okay. So my husband and I ran over to Bear Lake for Labor Day and we just went like Sunday and then Sunday night and then we um, stayed all day Monday. So we were driving back Monday and so from the road you can see some people on on this beach and I don't have the best vision. So if I don't have my glasses on, like I can easily mistaken something for what it's not. So I often... So it's just like nude colored blobs in right the so there's been times that like someone's had some really tight like skinny tan pants on and uh-huh. i think they're naked <laughs> um which also that's just a mistake anyway yeah like, what do you want to look like winnie the pooh or a troll you know <laughs> just a i don't mean on. like a troll like an ugly troll i'm talking like, like a, a magic troll like a gemstone troll right and so i was driving past and i kind of said like I try not to say, look at that. Cause then people will be like, look at what? And then I'll be like, oh, I thought that. So I said, <laughs> oh my gosh, from, from my viewpoint, that person looks like they're not wearing clothes. And Hasn't looked over and goes, that person is not wearing clothes. <laughs> they're like, does not have a nude beach. Folks. Um, no. And they were just nude and we get to see him from the back. Oh. And I'm like, wait, are you serious? I was right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, they for sure do not have clothes on. How many people were on the beach? A lot. Yeah. And they were by the marina. I was going to say, it's a holiday I mean, it was in the evening, so a lot of people had headed home. But what I was confused about is they were with people that were clothed. Like in my mind, you just got to only the first dare is what you guys really lost some kind of bet. But here's what I don't understand. Like in my mind, naked people hang out with other naked people, like a nudist colony. Correct. Like there's places for that. There's, there's tribes for that because it feels very uncomfortable if you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm a nudist and that's who I am. But everyone Everyone else around you is like, okay, I could understand if, yeah. I can understand the draw for some people who really like to be free and clothing free, <laughs> yeah. that they would want to go to a place some where- Some kind I, of resort that does the, that. The playing field is even. Everyone's naked. <laughs> I mean, everyone looks different naked. <laughs> so the playing field is not even. But at least you're all as vulnerable as the next yeah. gal. But this person was standing there with like two other people in swimsuits. I don't know. It was very jarring and weird. <laughs> and it wasn't even a someday you'll laugh about this. We were like, laughing about it right, right then. Right then and there. That I did not see any naked people this week. I'm, I, that's what I said. Do you remember that time I was like, Allison, you see a lot of stranger yeah. grown men bums? I, yeah. And I, Why? And I, Why? I asked my husband, I said, was it a guy or a girl? <laughs> and he goes, I did not look long enough to determine because it was from the back. Again, okay. a bum. <laughs> you know? But, so, like I said, I, I never see bums. <laughs> I see a lot of bums. Right? What is happening to like me? You were saying, like, like, you're not, do, do I, I, not I, manifest, I don't manifest this. I don't like day. I invite. I'm just like, I am open to all bums, any color, any gender, just the bums. So yeah, it was super weird. Oh gosh. Well, just a little plug, you guys. Recently, we chatted with the network and they told us that we had to have 5,000 downloads per episode um, to be considered by them. We ha- we- can you guys do us a solid? 
I know y'all are on like a group chat with people who enjoy a good time. Yeah. You know, you'll some have, kind of some good, good friends, friends, cousins, fan, family. coworkers. Just link an episode mm-hmm. and say, I like this podcast. Give it a listen. If, if a good chunk of our gabbers did this, I really think our double. numbers could double and, and I be think where we, we need to do this. To be. Yeah. And so this is our, this is our plea. <laughs> our grown up Christmas We don't list. mean to sound so pathetic, but <laughs> so anyway, and a lot of y'all, do that? a lot of y'all have said you don't do social media, or you're just not very. That's active totally on fine. Social media. That's what I'm saying. Go a different route. Like you don't have to be blasting us on on social media. You know, just if you have some neighborhood friends, whoever yeah. that you know enjoys kind of a fun time, because we're kind of a fun time. Some I think great gals. Yeah, the Gab Fest gals. So you guys want to do that? For us? Yes, they Maybe. do. Just yep. Like, mm-hmm. Not too hard. Takes like five seconds. <laughs> and, it's, and I mean, it's a good thing. It's not like it. Yeah, this isn't going to hurt anybody. It doesn't cost any money to, to just listen. <laughs> We're not asking you to get a free facial or yeah. anything like that. Okay. <laughs> this is not showing up for a timeshare presentation. Nope. Nothing like that. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Let's get into our topic. Sounds good to me. Which is, we just, it's a broad one. We just said, tell us your college stories. Yes. Because... College is a time where it's almost like when the prisoners get let loose. Yeah. And it's a free-for-all. Most people's first time on their own fleeing the nest. And and being up to their own devices, really. Right. There's nobody calling them or there's nobody asking them to be home for a certain curfew. There's nobody saying, my house, my rules. Yeah. But college is like the best time. We oh, had the it's best so fun. It's time. so fun. And I get kind of like personally offended for some reason when people are like, eh, college was fine. I'm like, you weren't doing it no, wrong. No, you were. You were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and I remember I went to my sister-in-law's apartment once um, and I think, I think all her roommates were doing it wrong. And so she wasn't liking it. Like nobody was talking to each other. Yeah. Everybody just went into their rooms and watched... YouTube. YouTube or watched like Hulu yeah. or Instagram and they weren't even talking. Right. And I'm like, you, okay, you got to get silly. You well, got to get offline. Yes. And you've got to like do really stupid stuff like so slide down Old Main Hill on a couch with skis strapped to the bottom. <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> oh well, I gosh. just don't, I think it's just a different experience for a lot of people now and mm-hmm. nobody wants to get out of their comfort zones. I'm right. sorry, but this generation... In college right now, no one wants to get out of their comfort zones and they stay home. And I mean, I think about the friends I made and people I went on dates with and they would not have normally been maybe like in- my typical scene, but I uh-huh. just did it because it was time to try it. it well, was- and it was just like, okay, I have next door neighbors that I normally probably wouldn't hang out with. We don't like the same stuff, yeah. but they're nice. Yeah. And, let, let's and why go. not? It's a let's good time. Go. Let's have a game night. Right. You know? So I feel like just a little word, word of encouragement Advice. to those in college um, get out there. Yeah. Put yourself out there. Because this is the funnest time. This is your opportunity to just be wacky, silly. Because after this, um, gets real. Yeah. And uh, adulting. <laughs> the bills are there. Is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to scare you, but it's scary. Yeah. Don't take things so seriously. <laughs> C's get degrees. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It might not get you into grad school. No. But- so it depends on what your go- your life goals are. Yeah. Um, but I knew a lot of people. I mean, uh, people I dated, people I hung out with that... They were going into dental school, law school, and they very much still enjoyed the, the fun yeah. side of things, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So you still can. Mm-hmm. We have had episodes where we've talked about college. Um, you know, we just need to make sure we're safe. Um, oh, well, and just the lack of, of realization of like 
bad stuff that can happen to you. You're well, young, so you're just kind of like. Eh, da, da, da. There were times when we played pranks on our guy neighbors yeah. because they legitimately never locked their door right like, all night long. They were gone for a holiday. You know, and- that's called. I hate to use the word privilege, but it is male privilege. Like. <laughs> That it is. They, we, there's a lot they don't have to think about. It's true. It's true. They don't even think twice walking to the parking lot. Are they like... Right. Do they have their keys interlaced in their fingers? Right. No. It's just... That's just something that they don't have to deal with. Right. And I said so, to my husband, I'm like, what I guess live like? that free life, yeah, men. Enjoy it. Um, but this listener is a girl. Okay. And she said that one time her and her roommate were watching a movie in the evening and it was hot. Mm-hmm. And so they opened up their living room door to let in the nice, cool breeze. Because you're on a college budget. Yeah, you're like, we can't crank this AC. university air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> but really, though. Um, splitting utilities is no yeah. joke. Um, or she said they both ended up falling asleep mm-hmm. the entire night. That blows my mind. With the door wide open. Yeah. Can you imagine? <gasps> I mean, how how is it? It's just, and nothing happened to them. Right? You guys, so here's... I always find this comforting is when I accidentally leave like a basement door unlocked during the night or or my garage or something happens where I didn't lock the door. And I'm like, wow, there are not predators that just come wiggle every doorknob in my house to see if it's open. That's not something that happens. But you can't think that way. (laughs) That's when the predator comes. Right. But yes, I'm just saying saying that normally I do think that way. Normally I think I've got to lock every door. But if for some mistake, like one of my kids goes out and forgets to lock it at night and I go down and I realize... Oh, oh gosh! Okay. Not every night is there a murderer that tries my basement door. Right, because in your mind, the way our minds work, you're he like is. someone has gone around to every window and door while I was sleeping last night <laughs> yeah. and jiggled it or uh-huh. tried to pry it open. But I'm right. just stealthy and I locked everything. Yep. But now you're like, okay, that's it gives not- me a little comfort right. and things right. like that. But my son has this false sense, like where we live is is very safe. But he's always like leaving his crap out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's going to get stolen. He's always like, mom, we live in a safe place. So not too long ago, I stole something of his that he, that he left out. And I, like for days, and it was something he saved all this money for uh-huh. and bought. And mm-hmm. he left it out and just willy-nilly, I almost ran it over. I never said who's going to steal it, son. Right. And so finally, like three days later, I like walk out with it in my hand. And he's like, where did you find it? I was like, I stole it <laughs> to show you how easy it is for someone to steal something. Well, I'm really happy nothing happened to these guys. And yeah, maybe it's like, okay. Yeah, there's not a um, predator yeah. lurking around every corner checking your door every night. I'm also blown away at people. This like this has hardly ever happened to me when people are like, we fell asleep on the couch all night and then woke up in the morning. Like, you can't sleep good. I was very much dorm, the type dorm room that, yeah, I might fall asleep at a friend's house, but then I'd wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh my gosh, Super where am I? What is happening? Go yeah. home, get in bed, whatever. As much as you think you want to sleep on a love sack, it turns out it's not great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Swallows you right up. Right. It's like being in the middle of a baked potato. I know. Well, we had some cousins come over and sleep the other night and one of them really wanted to sleep on our love sack. And his dad's like, like, you're fine, but you're not. His dad's like, I'm just going to go check to make sure he's not suffocating. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, valid, valid, valid. Because you slowly just go down to the crevasse. (laughs) Okay. Well, speaking of pranks, this listener said that she and some roommates in college decided to prank another, um, like apartment of guys. And they, um, decided to bake some X-Lax brownies. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked about this before, I think in our pranks episode. poop. It's never not funny, folks. Because once you hand those brownies over, you've lost control of the situation. (laughs) 
because little did they know that one <gasps> one roommate alone one would be kid. responsible for ninety percent of eating of the right. eating of the brownies. He's, he's the recipient. He was hungry. He's like, I don't have to tell these guys that these came. Right. I can just eat them all. They're none the wiser. <laughs> well, he ended up in the hospital <gasps> because he was so no. sick. So that oh backfired. And I'm not sure. Like, obviously, I think something came of it. And they probably came to the realization and found out that it was x brownies. Yeah. Well, they're like, what's Stop going on? Let's messing test- with people's food, yo. <laughs> yeah. They probably were like, let's run some tests. We cannot figure this out. Right. They're like, turns out. Exorbitant amounts of excellence. Yes. Is that not the funniest, craziest oh, thing? Oh my gosh. No, when, when pranks get escalated to that level, yeah, you've lost all control and it's very scary. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Scary and stinky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, this is the time for you to get silly, mm-hmm. to do stupid stuff, but just like Xbox brownies, mm-hmm. you, there might be some physical repercussions <laughs> that go along with these these instances right like you were saying sliding down old main old main hill yeah on a couch with skis strapped to the bottom that actually seems a little horrifying because there's is. a lot of trees uh-huh so i never did that but <laughs> i did sled I, I actually never went down old main hill i feel like i almost didn't even go there i think i sledded uh, <laughs> down old main hill <laughs> but i feel like there were just so many trees and people would get too wacky and yeah. pile on 20 people and so if there's a dog pile on top of me and we're headed straight for a big tree yeah I just didn't want I just there's, didn't want it. Yeah, you, there's no getting out of that. You can't. So this listener said for her 20th birthday, she wanted to do something immature to say goodbye to her teenage years, which I kind of think that's fun. It's you funny. Know? It's like the opposite. Like, you know, when people turn 21, they the, want it the all minute the they go turn 21, they're like, I'm going to go get drunk and gamble uh-huh. and all this stuff. And then it's like the opposite. She's like, well, instead of like stepping forward, we're going to just. I actually kind of dig it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like that mentality. So, um, she gathered up her friends um, and got them to go through a car wash while sitting on top of the car. And I mean, I at- feel like that would like murder you. <laughs> well, almost, Wouldn't it? It almost did. Okay. At, for, yeah, it seems like all fun and games. We're going to get soapy and wet. But you know, I get. No, I never would have thought, I'm going to get soapy and wet. I would have been like, I am going to get killed by the beater bar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, she said. Do you know how loud that sounds on my car? What about my brain? <laughs> <laughs> my scalp. Yeah. So scalp me. <laughs> so, yeah, she said that those felt twopper things <laughs> hit Thwoppers. much harder than you think. But honestly, they sound no, hard. No, I think they sound pretty hard. So if they're harder than you think, then they would might maybe knock someone out. Right. And she said the soap makes, obviously, the whole car really slippery. So mm-hmm. one of her friends slip off, slipped off and spent the in- entire car wash trying to get back on. Which, your car's in motion. Like, yeah. watch your toes. Like, that oh makes me gosh. so panicked. Especially those ones where, like, quick quack, where your wheel follows in. You could, like, oh, oh my gosh. Yes, and it's it's not, like, very light in yeah, there. Tea. It's dark. Well, and how many friends? Because the surface area of a college person's <laughs> car, and you're trying to fit all these bodies laying down. Like, it's like the sledding this thing. This was an immature Dog- option. <laughs> this was this was an immature choice. choice. Turns out. I mean, she, she went. She, she got, got the nail on the head on that one. She got what she was yeah. going for. And she said another friend slid off the hood just like a slide whoosh, and ran right into the metal corner of the blow dryer. No. That thing has to be hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She said he gashed his head open. Whoa. She said, we all were. The next person going through is like, why is the soap pink? 
perfect. It's like blood. They like recycle oh. water and stuff, you know? Oh my gosh. She said they ended the night with a concussion. <gasps> the person who hit their head. I'm sure. Or yeah. maybe the person that slid off and couldn't get back on. Yeah. Or maybe it was several of the people who got swapped. You guys, I don't know why, but I guess this is a myth buster for me moment for me because I really thought that like you would be killed. <laughs> If you like, I mean, when, seriously injured, that's yeah. pretty close. Yeah. My kids are always wanting to go through the car wash with the windows down because no. of yes day. Have you seen oh, yes, day? yes day? Here's the thing. My kids always were like, mom, let's have a yes day. They learned about yes day from the movie. Yes day, yeah. obviously. And I was like, don't you know how that movie turned out? Everything went horribly yeah, wrong. Went to crap. Everything went ter- Every single one of those kids ended up in tears. Yeah. So, so there's a reason for no, you guys. That, that's actually the point of the movie. I feel like you guys yeah. miss is to teach you that the like point. life cannot just be yes, but to kick back a little, kick back a little, but rules, rules are rules are is rules. Rules are there for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should rewatch it. And I want you guys to focus a little more on the plot, but I guess there's one thing that can come from this. And that's me knowing that you can't die through going through a car. Well, and I thought the water was like, rest assured, third Allison. degree burn hot. Right. Well, like, I, I, all the these things I hot. thought when you, you were saying like they were going to go through a car, which I'm like. Are they going to die? Like, how, are, how have they lived to tell the tale? Was she the one driving the car? Mm-hmm. Like, I was so confused. And it probably kind of depends on which car wash. Yes. If you go to, like, ultra fancy, it might be ultra hot. Well, and they let you select the option, like hot turtle wax or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I hope they would say no on that. Yeah. They, yeah, they would have gotten burned. <laughs> All right, let's see. Okay, so you have a story of your roommate, like, basically getting kidnapped. Yeah, and I even asked her to send me this story, and I think she's mentally blocked it out. She's like... I don't even know remember the details. if I could drudge this up. Right. Well, this story reminded me of that, so maybe okay. you can remember. Okay. So this listener said that their roommates decided to, well, she calls it ding-dong ditch. Okay. We call it doorbell Door ditch. ditch. Uh-huh. A little quicker. A little quicker. A little <laughs> Rolls more off the to tongue. the point. Ding-dong ditch. An apartment of guys that lived across from the parking lot from them. So one of them had maybe met one of these guys one time, so like not very familiar with them. Mm-hmm. They rang the doorbell and they went to hide, but they found them. So they all started running and this girl was at the back of the pack and all of a sudden this man from this apartment okay. picks her up oh, wow. and just throws her over his shoulder and takes her back to his apartment. Oh my gosh. And he and his roommates told her, if you want to be released, released. <laughs> basically... Ah! Your roommates have to come back and get you. So she just sat in their apartment <laughs> for like 10 minutes until a few of the roommates finally were like, we better go f- back and get her. And she said they never saw any of those guys again. What? Isn't this weird? That's very weird. Gentlemen, listen <gasps> up. You cannot physically detain not a, joke. a woman. <laughs> like this, this girl was doorbell, very... Doorbell ditching. Doorbell ditching into kidnapping is a big leap. It's a big escalation. <laughs> and I feel like the punishment did not fit the crime. No, it did like, not. Like you could have easily just done something funny. Throwing her over your shoulder. And hauling her and locking her. And you her don't in. even know her name. She doesn't even know your name. That seems aggressive. Like as yeah. this girl, I would have been like, I am leaving. Yeah. You will not detain, detain me. me. Yeah. And I would have start, started throwing elbows. And if, and if you don't, I'll get my mace. <laughs> That is crazy. But no, this story of my roommate, I honestly feel like, but it had, it must have been so long ago on one of our episodes that I talked about this a little bit. We got in kind of a prank war with yeah. these neighbor guys. And it escalated to the point where they took our bathroom door off its hinges. Right. Um, and removed it and, from the apartment. And, and took it to their apartment. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, things were getting bit, like things were getting heated in this prank war, but it was still all fun and games. So I get on MySpace 
And I say, whoever, my space, we're aging I was, ourselves right now. <laughs> I was, I said, whoever stole the door and I put, even put our apartment number on. So naive. <laughs> You're so uh, dumb. <laughs> right. Right. But I'm like, the only people who follow me on my space are people I know. Yeah. Right. Sure. Um, and Tom. <laughs> I remember when I first oh my gosh, got my space, it was Tom. When I first got my space, I was like. The first person that friended me was Tom. I'm like, this is why I don't do this. Look at some creeper named Tom just friended me. And someone's like, Tom started MySpace. He's, He's friends, friends with, with everyone. I'm like, oh, okay. That is hilarious. And so I said, okay, whoever has the door to, and I can't remember our part, C4. C4. Yeah, C4. How do I remember that? I don't know. It was uh, probably because C4 is like an explosive. We were like, yeah, we're the oh. bomb apartment. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wrote this whole thing on MySpace. Whoever has C4's bathroom door better return it stat and we got a almost like a ransom note mm-hmm. back it was taped to our door and it said if you want your door back tonight at exactly 7 p.m mm-hmm. you will have french what was it it was i can't even remember irish cream donuts it was like something obscure <laughs> well, that sounds delicious like creme brulee irish yeah. cream it was like some like fancy fancy donut right you're gonna have a, tr- a tray of these fancy donuts waiting here at the door where we will make the trade. So you leave these on your doorstep at this exact moment and then we'll retrieve them and then we'll get your door back. Uh So only one of my roommates happened to be home at that time. The rest of us had to work or had class or whatever. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I'm going to catch these people, you know? Yeah. So right at the exact time, she's kind of lying in wait, looking Mm -hmm. out the window and she sees a car pull right up and she's like this is them she's like i'm gonna go over to them with the donuts and confront them yeah she comes up and it's a guy that she doesn't know but she kind of assumes maybe it's one that somebody else knows in our apartment right like yeah it's it's so yeah the timing was just too perfect perfect. for it to not be and they also said okay get in she did you guys (laughs) he drove her 20 minutes away yes. to a field. Right. She was panicking. She goes, pull over right now. I'm getting out. So she pulls over. He grabs her shoes, throws, throws them out the window, right? Yes. And so she's like, oh my gosh, this is real. I am getting kidnapped. Yeah. So finally, she like puts up enough of a fight, enough of a stink that he actually takes her to a 7-Eleven and drops her off there. Shoeless. Shoeless. And she <laughs> oh had to call us. From 7-Eleven. We pick her up. This is still a mystery. do not know what happened. Yeah. You guys. I feel like this person, this kidnapper, Mm -hmm. the perp, was going to do something bad, but did not follow through. Right. Like there had to have been some weird. Because why else? Because then didn't you talk to those guys later? And they they were were like, like, absolutely not. not, Was not our friend. Right? Right. Yes. It was such a mystery. We never got to the bottom of it. And it is very scary. Yes. And the real question is, did he make get away with the donuts <laughs> or I think so did she keep the donuts she probably like threw the donuts at him, at him like, like she yeah she was putting up kind of a stink because she's like alarm bells are yeah. ringing and she's saying stink because there wasn't like a physical altercation so no, she doesn't like, want to say put up a fight right sounds I don't like, think she was punching him in the face but she was just like kind because of, he wasn't like grabbing actively her, assaulting her but I, enough of a stink as far as like being like let me out let me out what in the heck yeah. who are you like yelling screaming that is so terrifying panicking. What in the I world? Cannot even but again, it. those college years, you're so carefree. You assume everyone's a friend, not right. a foe. And you're like, <laughs> you're, you're meeting so many new people mm-hmm. and you can't remember. Sometimes you remember a face, you can't place them. 
uh-huh. then sometimes people just start talking to you and you're like, are you in a class of mine? Do we ride yeah. the shuttle together? I don't know. And so you just end up in these really, really sometimes sketchy situations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, and I mean, and then because you all are on different schedules, like you've got friends that are working night job or friends or roommates working night jobs or, you night know, classes, yeah, daytime stuff, mm-hmm. whatever. And some people are sleeping during the day and some people are up late at night. And mm-hmm. so we had um, a house and we had a roommate that kept wanting us to leave the sliding door open. Well, she kept leaving like late to go hang out and leaving the sliding door open. And we kept being like, don't leave that unlocked. Like, and she was like, well, when I come home late though, from hanging out, I don't want to have to sit there by the door and fiddle with my keys. And that's not safe. We're like, yeah, but the rest of us are sitting here vulnerable with a sliding door. You know, you guys, there was this thing going on at our school. And I mean, this, so this perpetrator was known as the Prowler. In the papers. They and they were, the Prowler. they were finding this guy in apartments yeah. of girls and he would escape. And he was like stealing panties. their underwear. And you guys, one time. I and watching pulled, girls sleep. Yeah. Like horrifying stuff. Like you'd be Hor- dead, fool. The stuff of I nightmares. would literally kill you. <laughs> would you not? I would if, lose my crap If someone on was him. standing watching you sleep holding your undies. <laughs> Like I would lose my ever loving mind would on this kick human. You to the throne. Yeah. I would... <laughs> During but... the prowler time, though, our roommates they had a well. One roommate had a George Bush cardboard cutout, mm-hmm. and one roommate had a Jack Sparrow cardboard cutout. Walking into their room in the night to retrieve something and seeing those cutouts, yeah. but I had a weird would drop you to your knees. Yeah, I had a weird <laughs> bedroom where I like had to walk across the room to mm-hmm. turn my light on, mm-hmm. and so it was really really dark, and they. They put the Jack Sparrow cutout mm-hmm. um, next to my light switch. Kind of. <laughs> so as I was walking across my dark room, I saw a silhouette with like dreadlocks, <laughs> and I like punched the sh- out of that Jack Sparrow cardboard cutout and screamed and mm-hmm. dropped to the floor. Oh and they gosh. were all laughing their heads off. <laughs> well, one time when I was pulling into the long driveway, because we would pull into a driveway and park behind our house where it was dark, I saw a hooded figure. Yeah, I. Coming from the backyard, and that's all I'm going to say. I don't know who. I don't know what. We believe it could have been the Prowler. We believe it could have been the Prowler. The Prowler Prowler was never caught. Never. That we know of. So do with that what you will. (laughs) Do we need to get into some bunny stuff? Because things got scary. Yeah. We didn't mean to get scary. Things got Halloween real fast. It's like so – like they target – they can target campuses because – Because people do this kind of stuff. So girls – Get your wits about you. Uh-huh. Get you a little keychain, mace, pepper spray, weapon of some kind. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so there was, there's actually, we got so many people submitting saying that they did get, like get in cars. They didn't know. Yikes. So I feel like we just need to have a real quick little gab fest, you know. Life lesson. Yeah. Just remember, don't get in cars with it's people strangers. you don't know. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty obvious, but <laughs> I guess it needs to be said. Okay. Okay. Well, this one um, hits a little close to home. Okay. Pun sort of intended. (laughs) Uh, Okay. But first I'll get started with what this listener was telling us. So in college, this person worked at the parking lot where you have to, you know, raise and lower the gate. You give them your ticket. Yeah. Show your pass, all that kind of stuff. Giving people tickets too. Oh yeah. I would guess. Maybe not. Maybe that wasn't part of their job. Maybe they just sat in the booth. And she said there's a lot of people with emeritus passes that would park there, you know, staff, et cetera. Um, And many of them would drive up to the gate but not even acknowledge the gate attendant. That's rude. Which is her. It's pretty rude. At all. 
Um, this annoyed her and her brother, who also worked at the parking gate. And sometimes the people would even flick the pass with their fingers. <laughs> Rude. I know. That seems like so stuck up. Like, here's the pass. I have the emeritus pass. <laughs> Excuse me. But they still wouldn't look at the attendant. So she'd still wait. Mm-hmm. And finally, they would look at her. And she just give them a smile and wave and then open the gate. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you have you have a certain amount of power and sometimes it's nice just to exercise that power. Because yeah. you're only getting paid like eight seventy five an hour. <laughs> and so you're like And these people need to be taken down a peg. Yeah. You know? Just because you have your PhD <laughs> in creative movement. <laughs> So while they had control of opening the gate, it would just go down automatically after mm-hmm. the car went through. So people walking along the sidewalk would scurry behind the car <laughs> from time to time yeah. um, to try to make it. Yeah. But the gate would close on their heads. You well, guys, or sometimes if the gate's open, you're kind of just walking. And so you don't not, see an obstacle. If there's not the like way. a blockade yeah. indicating the end of that yeah. thing coming down. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't even think about it. You're just on your way. Right. So guess what? That happened to me once. And actually, oh, Allison yes. just reminded me of yeah. it. You guys, I had forgotten. I can't even believe it. It's, <laughs> it's, it almost hurt my pride more than my head. Yeah, like, usually it does. It was embarrassing because those walkways in between classes are full of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you have a hat on? Yeah, I did. And it like flung your hat off and... <laughs> Like, it's just a whole scene. Oh, my god! This big yellow Guys, bar coming I, like, down. I, blocked it out. And Allison's, like, remembering. Like, remember how you got hit in the head with a parking gate? Yeah. Remember how it knocked your hat off? Remember how everyone was there? I love when people can remember it about you. And they're like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But she said a lot of times when the, the, the people would get hit, they'd look back at the parking gate attendant, her or her brother, and they'd be like, what the crap, man? Yeah. And she's, she would just shrug because, she like, I have no control over the way that it comes down. The only thing I can do is be like, watch out. But she said one of the worst times was when it knocked a stack of books out of someone's hands. Oh, sad. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you're like this bully in high school that's like knocking the books out of the nerd's hand, except you just did it kind of roundabout. Yeah. And and they didn't do it on purpose. It just was the timing. Yes. All timing. But that's hilarious. (laughs) That is funny. (laughs) Oh, that would be one of those jobs you'd have some really funny stories because people get really heated about parking. We've talked Mm -hmm. about this before. I mean, there's a show called Parking Wars. (laughs) So people get real fired up about parking tickets Mm -hmm. and the whole thing. And so you're dealing with people on fire. Your job is pretty simple. Like it's like take the ticket, raise the gate. Administer the pass. Yeah. And so you can kind of have some fun. You can use your imagination because when you're like, okay, I have a few tasks here. But really, my mind is going, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> okay. So I actually loved going to like sporting events. We had the privilege of being at our university during like the height of basketball time. Our basketball like team good. was super good. Our football team was not. And I mean, I, I like sports. I'm not like a fanatic, but I typically went to most of the games just because that's where everyone was. And it was mm-hmm. fun to sit in the student section and cheer and all that kind of stuff. But particularly, basketball games were just crazy fun. Yeah. And so um, this person that wrote in actually went to our school at the same time. And so they w- they wrote in about this. And I didn't I- – I wasn't always sitting with what was called the herd. The herd was like the fan – Dumb. Well, the it, was fandom, called, yeah. it was called – it was like the sports um, club. club. Yeah, like fan club. And so I wasn't necessarily in the herd. Yeah. And so they – everything at our school was like – Agricultural. Cow themed? Yeah, because <laughs> our, we're the Utah State Aggies, we're the, you know, the bulls. Everyone's known, it's known for their agricultural college. Right. So, like, our um, fight song, We Like Milk a Cow. Like, not <laughs> literally. Act, we do the actions. Actions of, like, milking a cow. Every fight song, there's a cow brought out, you milk yeah. it. No, you just do the actions. <laughs> someone, while someone, as weird like, as kicks that, a stool up and is like, 
<laughs> no, we do the actions of milking a cow. So anyway, um, I didn't always sit in like this area where they <laughs> had like... It sounds so cray. I know. It's so fun. So anyway, they, the herd would come up with these really good cheers for the... We were a, a really hard crowd to beat when the visiting school would come. We almost always won at home just because the energy in the spectrum was crazy and our crowd was pretty ruthless. <laughs> yeah. And so um, like she brought up some of these... Where you they came up with the yes that is the winning team yes that is the losing team winning team losing team winning team losing team and then when someone would foul out they would oh. go right left right, right. right. as the steps that they would yeah. take getting off. escorted basically just off to like off emphasize the, the shame you know and so <laughs> or I mean obviously this is what everybody does but airball was off the charts oh my gosh off the yeah. charts and so not only did they chant airball when it happened because that's obvious like yeah. duh but if that player got the ball at any other point, point. in the game, mm-hmm. everyone would chant airball at the top of their lungs. Yeah. So that kid Psychological could not, warfare. He could not live it down. Couldn't hit a shot. <laughs> well, she said that it got so methodical um, within the herd, this big you know, fan club, um, that they would even like get on the social media and research these players prior to this team come the opposing team coming and um, use that against them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so one player just happened to well the, what they would do is they would print out they print out flyers and pass them out so everyone oh, knew yes they would they she said they had like corresponding chants that they'd come up with with certain players so then they could have a cue to cue the crowd uh-huh. like cheer number 34 or whatever <laughs> and then they knew hey we don't want to say this i know that's why i was sitting over in a different section <laughs> i can't keep can't up with all the pressure and also i can't be that mean yeah um, i don't know but anyway so um, at one point, they had looked up that a player from the opposing team had been had a record, a police record for exposing himself, <sighs> and so they decided to use that against him. Of so course. when he was shooting foul shots, they would chant, "Keep your pants on, <laughs> keep I your mean, pants on." It's simple. It's true. It's effective. It's true. It's public record. <laughs> so it's not like they came and judged up some personal thing. Yeah, I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's going to be shown as. Yeah, <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> then he's gonna get caught and he's gonna get teased. <laughs> Keep your penis in your pants. <laughs> then you won't have anything happen. It seems pretty simple. <laughs> Don't go to n- beaches and be nude. No one will look at you like we were talking about earlier. Keep oh your money in your pants. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, so one of the things I love about college life is it's very steeped in tradition and it's very steeped in like myths, like urban myths. You hear a lot yeah. about like this happened at this building or yeah. when they founded this, they buried this under the mm-hmm. such and such bell. and <laughs> Or like if you, you know, you try these challenges. So mm-hmm. like at our school, there was the ultimate Aggie, which meant there was this big metal bowl statue, <laughs> bowl as in the animal and <laughs> not like a bowl I'm trying yeah. to and it and the whole thing was if you could get on that bowl naked yeah and ride the bowl I mean uh-huh. it didn't move but just stay on there for x amount of seconds you, you were an ultimate. ultimate Aggie and um here's the thing I were I I was very worried about logistics and that town is known for being cold I was always worried about that I was like I'm gonna have a Christmas story my bits are gonna yeah. get Frozen Stuck. to I'm like, it's going to be metal. a Christmas story incident, but much worse. But with your nether the regions. The X-rated re- version. Yes, of the Christmas <laughs> story. That was my concern because, yes, it's cold like the majority of the year up there, I feel like. And then on top of that, 
it was up on this high step thing uh-huh. and then it had like spotlights on it. There's no, it, miss, there's no missing. No. It. So that's what made it so hard. So difficult. <laughs> um, and so, and cops very frequently would like Just make drive their by. rounds there. So I never was an ultimate Aggie. She and her roommates, they were their first year and they had made friends with this group of guys and they were, they were what felt quite a bit older than them. You know, they're like seniors okay. in college. And so they were kind of the wild bunch. And when she says wild, she doesn't mean like getting crunk or anything, but they just, <laughs> they were always up to something like, let's yeah. go up and jump in the dam or let's go do this or let's yeah. go do that. And so she said they always felt like they were trying to keep up with these boys so that these boys would think they were cool. Cool. Yeah. So they often got themselves into like funny predicaments with these guys mm-hmm. to impress them, put themselves in funky situations. <laughs> well, they told them that they were going to go complete what was called the Logan challenge, which is like, I never heard of this. Neither did I. I was kind of offended. They hadn't, <laughs> neither had this girl. She said she had no idea what it was. They made it up. But they said, listen, we're going to, we're not going to give you much explanation, but you need to be brave and come with us. Yikes. So they said, get comfortable clothes, shoes, like comfortable clothes and shoes. <laughs> they met up with the rest of the friends at this old church downtown and they explained what the challenge was. They basically said, on Center Street, there's a huge old mansion. <laughs> Legend has it that there's a hermit couple <laughs> that lives inside. Years ago, they used to have a bunch of kids, but they all died. <laughs> okay. Now it's haunted. And they live on the third floor. The hermit couple stays on the third floor. Okay. So the challenge was to enter through the basement, walk slowly, carefully, quietly up the stairs, each floor, and to make it all the way to the top and back down again. I'm panicking. Right? So she's, this isn't the one on the um, historical registry, is it? I don't know. That, those houses on Center Street are beloved treasures, guys. I know. She said they told him you have to do this without being caught in order to be called the ultimate whatever. If or you're the, caught, the Logan you're an ultimate convict. If you're caught, you will go to jail. Um, <laughs> oh, she said that they like really buttered them up to like get them to do this and told them that they had never made it all the way to the top, but they were like, we know you guys are brave enough. Oh my gosh! And that you can do it and adventurous such, enough to do it bullies. with us. Right. Manipulators. Um, so she said they went out to the cars. They were told not to bring their phones. And there's so many red flags. I know. And, they're, and they were just crunching through the hard snow in the backyard as they headed towards this oh, basement Making door. so much noise. Yes. And she said it was unbelievably scary and exhilarating. <laughs> oh. So they go into the house and it's mostly dark as you'd expect when a hermit couple's living there. <laughs> Who believes this crap? And she said her imagination was running wild. She said the first floor was nuts. They had these huge busts in the entryway and large paintings, a grand piano covered, all seeming very abandoned, very haunted. <laughs> house-ish. And the house is huge. She said six or seven floors. Whoa. So she said they all quietly creeped up the staircase. Oh gosh. She said it creaking. And she said it was like a, a spiral, like a square but spiral okay, uh-huh. staircase. Oh, well, they get to the third floor and she nearly pees her pants because that's where the hermit couple supposedly is residing. <laughs> and as they go past the hallway to ascend to the fourth floor, there was a single blue light at the end of the row. She said, why is blue scary? I don't know. But it just was. And it was insane to walk past their room because she thinks they're, they're in, in there. there. Yeah. And they keep going and they finally made it to the top floor where there was a big open room. And the guys whispered and told them that this used to be a sorority at one point And there were tons of beds in a row with vanities across from them, kind of like Madeline style. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? We love our bed. We love, we love our bed. <laughs> but most of all, we, we love each other. It's funny that the boys were like, you know what, Madeline? No, the girl is telling oh, us. Oh. <laughs> there used to be a sorority and she's explaining to us 
what this room looked like. So they're like, oh yeah, that's that that I can just picture the senior boys. You guys know I'm Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> no, the girl was like is telling us. I know. I just like it better coming that from the they boys. They believed it used to be a sorority because it looked like that kind of room. And so she said, the guys told us a girl died in there and that they had to close the sorority for this yeah, of course. incident. After that point, it was kind of time to go back down to through the back the back through the house. And she said they were feeling a bit more brave and confident since they'd already made it to the top of yeah. the house. Mm-hmm. And now and now they headed down. And they felt like Logan challenged champions. Mm-hmm. Well, she remembers on the way down the stairs, one of the guys she was clutching onto says, pulls out his phone and sends a text. Oh, and she said something like, you are crazy. Like, don't get your phone out, yeah. you know? So they get to the basement and none of the, and one of the guys suggests that they look around a little bit. He said something like, we never get the chance to like see what's over this way. So let's go. Mm-hmm. Well, she was like, why are we just leaving? Like right, we completed right. the challenge. We met the requirements. So she said, let's get out of this creepy place. But of course they all followed him because they're dumb. And she <laughs> said it was pretty dark and her eyes were kind of adjusting. To, and she looked at the door of this room and suddenly it slammed shut. <gasps> and in the corner they could see what? barely make out this shirtless man <gasps> with a crazy beard oh holding the a hermit. The hermit. knife, holding a ah! knife, screaming Hermits at with them. Knives are no joke, guys. Listen, they're hermits for a reason. No people. So she said, holy heck, what was that? Who was it? And he appeared to be chained to the wall, but was trying to come at them with a knife. Literally. And she said, as you can imagine, there was so much screaming. It really only went on for a minute or two. Until you guessed it, the boys started laughing. They had pranked them. They had turned on one of the lights, and it was another one of the guys from the group. And he was standing there in swimsuit bottoms with a wig and a beard holding a butter knife. But it was so dark that it looked very menacing. And she said, what the heck? Those punks. So it turns out this mansion was actually this kid's parents' house. The the bearded swimsuit kid. Oh, my gosh. And it was called... The Needham Mansion. You've heard yeah, of this. That's what I said. Yes. It's on the historical registry. Yes. <laughs> and she said they have a long line of sons in this family business and this mansion that stayed in the family. And his family actually did live there, but the parents were out of town. Oh my gosh. So the boys very much staged it yeah. to be abandoned and scary mm-hmm. and all these things. So apparently this girl did not know this boy's last name. And for me, I knew <laughs> that. she didn't I knew read the, the placard. Name, I knew the <laughs> name of this mansion. Pretty early on. And uh-huh. then if I would have been hanging out with a kid with that last name, I would have and been like, like, let's go to this house. And that's like, abandoned. I would have been like, wait, hmm. that's called this. And that's your last name. <laughs> anyway, after that, they were mad about the prank. They yeah. moved forward. But then they went home and told their roommate who had not gone with them mm-hmm. what happened. But they decided to leave out that it was a prank. Okay. So they just got to the end of the story and decided to kind of prank her. Yeah, make going. it seem like this epic, crazy. Yes. Yeah. So she she later, that roommate apparently, like, finally was like, listen, <laughs> I'm going to sit you down and talk to you guys because you shouldn't be breaking into people's houses. <laughs> Every apartment in college has, has that roommate that's the mama. Yeah. And she's like, I feel like this, is, this was an insane decision. <laughs> You're breaking into homes with crazy, homeless, shirtless men. Like with knives, like you can't, you can't be putting yourself into these situations. And so they finally came to me and they're like, I'm so sorry we lied to you. Oh man, I'd be so mad if I was the mama hen. Yeah. I'd be like, you guys, I was tossing and turning all night about this. About your logic. I'm thinking about how I was going to approach this with you guys. Yeah. And trying to come up as non-judgmental, but Uh concerned. Yes. And logical, but loving. (laughs) And you guys just (laughs) throw it in my face. F you guys. (laughs) 
I'm going to let you guys sink or swim from now on. I don't care about your well-being. <laughs> um, did we talk about the fish in the mouth party? I don't think so. Okay, so this this is reminding me of, you know, like she said, you kind of look at her. It's easy from the outside looking into being like, you're so dumb. Like, why, why, why would, would you just you do, this? do this? Like, why would you go along with this? But it's we do pressure, guys. really dumb things. But I felt a peer pressure probably very easily. And when this story was shared, it reminded me of when I was in college, I went to a party. And none of these boys did I, well, I did have a crush on one kid, I remember. But the rest of them, they were just the fun guys. They were yeah. they were just always the fun ones that everyone wanted to hang out with because yeah. they were doing funny things. They would throw the funniest parties. Mm-hmm. Anyway, for some reason, we ended up at their apartment. Again, you kind of don't know how you get there. You don't know <laughs> how you get in line for this game. So they just go, everyone line up. Boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. We're going to play this part, play this game. I end up behind. I see that the kid I like, kind of have a crush on, is in the line. So I follow. <laughs> and I get behind him. And... I feel like I don't know how I agreed to this. But next thing I know, I am playing a game. You guys are going to die. I'm sorry, animal rights people, too. They had goldfish. Not the crackers. Live goldfish. And they said, oh, my gosh. You have to. The first person had to scoop the goldfish from the bowl into their mouth. Alive. Not that it would be any better if it was dead. But uh, a live goldfish into their mouth. And then they had to pass the goldfish mouth to mouth to mouth to there mouth. There were like to five mouth, or six people in there. And line. then spit it at the end into another bowl. <laughs> the hope was you would end up with them still alive because you'd oh move my... it fast enough down the line. Oh my gosh. But it was disgusting. So I end up doing this game. I ended up with a live goldfish in my mouth. Well, I, I didn't like, Several, right? oh yeah, because it was repeated. It was yeah. like five of them you had to shuffle down your line. So it was like, you know how in Clueless they play suck and blow with the card? It's like that, but with a live fish. And the kid that I kind of liked was a volleyball player. He was quite tall. So I would just go below. She was baby birdieing. Yes, it. and he would just plop it into my mouth and it hit my uvula. And I was dry heaving. <laughs> And then the next person that I needed to pass it to was more of my height. And so I would just go like, like with so much force, just hawk it into their mouth. But it hit my uvula and I turned and just went like from the back of my throat. And then it launched into the back of his throat. This like live fish. I just like, and now looking back at that, I'm like, what in the actual H? Who was thinking of this game? And there were a good 20 people that agreed to play it. Why? All to impress this guy named Ryan. Don't know his last name. See, we don't even, we never know their last names. That's why the, it's too hard to that's remember. That's why the matching worked. I was like volleyball Ryan, you know, because yeah. I knew he played volleyball. That's how you remember. We had code names in college yeah, for people uh-huh. a lot. So, yeah, he was volleyball Ryan to me. So, yeah, you do crazy things in college under pressure. And this episode. of fun yes. and adventure. And I will say this episode, for a lot of the crazy things that people get peer pressured into in college, was pretty mild. Uh-huh. Usually in college, we're talking... Substances. Substance issues. This to me was a lot funnier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can't have, we wouldn't be able to have an episode of just like one time I got totally drunk at this and party. And peed my pants. Yeah. Yeah. It's way more fun with goldfish. And someone tried to slip me a roofie. Car washes, man- haunted mansions. Yeah. Naked bull riding. <laughs> this is way more fun than getting drunk. Y'all need to come to a Mormon college. Yep. <laughs> how we party (laughs) and it's a lot safer except if you go through a car wash on top of it (laughs) oh well with all this being said just remember someday you'll laugh about this all right you guys thanks for oh thanks for gabbing along with us do you want to say bye to the audience (laughs) say give us a rating (laughs) say say write a review (laughs) 
Okay, follow us at GabFest underscore gals. Get ready for more story submission opportunities because we love them. Thanks. Yeah, keep gabbing and we will see you guys next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Boon Ties. You guys go check out Boon Ties right now on Instagram, especially if you have an event coming up because they have the cutest ties or bow ties for boys, men, everybody in between. They even have matching hair bows for girls. So if you have pictures, a wedding, any kind of family event where you want to coordinate, check out Boon Ties. They've got your back. They also do $10 Tuesdays and they can even do special orders. So if you have a color scheme in mind for that special event, they can help you mix and match patterns and styles and get the perfect look. They even have special discounts if you order for your wedding. So go check out Boon Ties today. You got I hit with totally that thing. Don't about you remember? That. <laughs> <laughs> and she talks about how <laughs> lots of people got hit with that, so it wasn't just you. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't remember that. Because you got knocked so hard, you can't remember it. Probably when you <laughs> fell off the zipline. <laughs> Scarlet's choir is doing um, Danger Zone. They're doing like a kind of like a Top Gun. I know that's why it's easier. Danger Zone. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna take a mile. To the danger zone. <laughs> we were talking so this... about that when we were coming back from Bear Lake. We were listening to some '90s music, and mm-hmm. Andy's like, "Oh, here's Mom's favorite." He just kept joking, and it was <laughs> like, "I didn't love the Hansons." Like, I mean, we all had our moment, mm-hmm. and I was like. Actually, I started really not liking him because Britt used to tease me and say I looked like the youngest Hanson. <laughs> and he's like, that's me. <laughs> if that makes you feel any better, everyone thought he was the cutest, right? I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I, I, cute. I, they had longer hair than me.